0: Welcome, everyone, to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour in each and every country on the planet, whether you're in Guatemala whether you're in southern Guatemala or northern Venezuela you are sure to be listening to these words right now if i have forgotten any countries on my list i think those are the only ones i think those are the only the most that's our highest demographic right now which uh, is strange northern venezuela cuz well s- guatemala, guatemala. Mm-hmm. yeah i i don't know anybody in those countries but that's apparently where we're most popular um so to that I say hola they speak Spanish in Guatemala right yes all right see <laughs> si. I don't want to be uh I don't want to be insensitive to our Guatemalan and Venezuela this is and Venezuela. Venezuela I don't really care that much about yeah. them just kidding Venezuela just kidding in case you're wondering who this sultry voiced uh siren is next to me mm-hmm. His name is Kyle O'Neill. Hello. He is a man. I am a man. He's my co-host for the for the day today. What, Michael, you don't ever have co-hosts on? Well, I do today. It's me. It's Kyle O'Neill. He's not anyone important or special. Never will be. He's just a regular old guy. But that's not true, actually. Kyle, you're an interesting fella. Yeah. You've got things in your life going I've, on. I've
1: done things, yes.
0: Name one or two things.
1: One or two things. Of your choice. Of, of my life. In general. In general. I ride my bike here.
0: That's a good... See, that's interesting. Yeah, right? How many guests on the show that I've had do you think have ridden their bike to the show? Probably not a lot.
1: In a small demographic, if any.
0: Very small me. amount. Yeah. Very small amount of people. Yeah. And you are one of them. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. What's something else interesting about yourself? Um, I'm a rocker. You're a rock and roll man. I'm a rock and roll man. You're a musician? Yeah. Whoa. Tell us a little bit about that Kyle. Where 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 you you are a music, Well, so I guess I do have a music guest. Ooh. Even though me, you aren't performing.
1: I'm not performing. I don't have anything prepared for you today. Uh, I'm sorry.
0: Well, right, well. I
1: didn't know what to expect. I just, you know, I came in here with mm-hmm. an open mind, open
0: heart. So you're you're a musician. Yes. Tell me a little about your music background, Kyle.
1: Um, uh, I I've played bass. In several bands. The bass guitar. The bass guitar. Not the rap, not, upright bass. Not the upright bass. Not the okay. stand-up. But, uh, yeah, I uh, I played bass in a band called Fireworks.
0: Fireworks? That
1: was a band I toured in for a long time.
0: Did um, you have to, like, give up the band because Katy Perry released her song, Fireworks? <laughs>
1: uh, well, we
0: were a little first. Yeah, exactly. So, um, But then she was more popular. She, she
1: did get more popular than us. And although when when uh, we didn't co- we never did anything with that song, but when uh, that record came out, uh, what record? Uh, whatever record that's on, the Katy Perry record. Oh, uh, California I, I think, Girls. Cal- yeah, same record. Mm-hmm. But there's some there's some jams on that record. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we were on tour and it was a Friday night, we would come out to that Friday really? night song. That's that's the only Katy. Wait, you came
0: guy. out to the song Friday Night?
1: Yeah, like TGF or whatever the song oh, is. Oh, I forgot about it's a good that. Good
0: song. T- it's a good song. Katy Perry's good. Yeah, she's, she's got catchy. good music. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as like really super over popular like b- uh, pop vocalist goes, she's, yeah, she's one of the better ones. Good. She's one of the better ones.
1: Yeah, F- funny enough, uh, when that fireworks song, like, uh. Got big or blew up or whatever. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Get it? It'll uh, no Blow up. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is so. Uh, yeah. that's how I laugh? Uh, that's a good laugh. Um, our our manager at the time pitched this idea to us where we cover a bunch of Katy Perry songs and called the f- fireworks the Katy Perry EP. And we were like, No, what? What the hell? He was, he, was he being that? serious? Yeah. <laughs> he wanted. And
0: just- we're like. Should we fire you? <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. Get, he is. Okay, guys. Here's how you're gonna get big. <laughs> yeah. You are going to go straight up pentatonics. <laughs> right. You're gonna go straight up walk off the earth, and well, both career-wise and cover and the same yeah. f- as the band. And you're going to do a cover EP of Katy Perry songs. And your band name is Fireworks. Yeah. So you will forever just be, be associated with yeah. Katy Perry.
1: Yes probably a a wise career did you do uh, it no we did not wow so uh
0: did you fire the manager
1: (laughs) not for that no (laughs) actually i don't don't even think we fired we just parted ways several years later but that's
0: a nice way of saying we fired him yeah (laughs) you guys (laughs) just forgot to call him stop you like stopped calling him
1: (laughs) no we uh we we just saw things differently at the
0: end i see I think that was a big red flag. <laughs> and that, that, well, yeah. you can't win them all. Oh yeah. You can't have, always have great managers. So tell no. me. Uh, he did some good stuff. I'm not, I'm not throwing. Anyone. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not out. throwing anyone under the bus. I just. That was a, funny was a suggestion. R- yes. Throwing no him hate towards you, Mr. Old Manager. If you're listening to yeah. this. If you're not, then fuck you.
1: <laughs> you fucking <son. laughs> Yeah curse over you, son
0: of a bitch. No. no anyway, no. so tell me what is man. what about this band nice Fireworks? See. Like what is it? What kind of music was it? Um
1: well, uh that's a, always a hard question for me to answer. Well, uh,
0: we, that's we, what we do on the at the variety hour. We we <laughs> the, bring the hard hitting questions. Yeah.
1: Uh I I guess we were kind of thrown in the the pop punk genre, if you will. Mm. Um like Green Day well, in my eyes, yes. Mm-hmm. Green Day's a big influence for me. Like Dookie mm-hmm. was the, the record that started. Oh, with off from, the Dookie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Dookie. Yeah, the the. Limp Every day, day we want to wake up. Wake up.
0: Sometimes I everybody sucks.
1: Yes. Yes. Same band.
0: Green Day. Yes. Green Day. Yeah. Hot dog flavored water. Yeah. Famous Green Day album. Yeah, they
1: got big for covering Faith mm-hmm. by George Michael, and R&B.
0: also um, Behind Blue Eyes by the Who.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. Can we talk for a minute about how weird it is that Fred Durst covered "Behind Blue Eyes" by The Who, and people <laughs> love it. I actually haven't heard that. What? I mean, I, I it's classic.
1: I, I feel like I do need to hear it after it.
0: It's this. like so weird. It's not like it's not like immediately like repulsive or yeah. like terrible, like you like you would expect it to be. But I mean, it's not good. You but know, you know it's the just love- the concept is weird to me.
1: Well, Fred is a weird guy.
0: He's a weird guy. I uh, He's a I, handsome guy.
1: He is he is a handsome. Guy. I actually had a half hour conversation
0: with him once. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, tell me about that.
1: Um well, uh we were playing this festival in Australia called Soundwave. Really? Yeah. And uh, Limp Biscuit was one of the headliners. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: and naturally. And
1: Naturally. Well, <laughs> get this liner for the headliners. the the headliners were System of a Down, Bush, uh, Limp Biscuit uh, Marilyn Manson. And, uh, how
0: did a, a band like you end up on well, this festival? it
1: was, it was like a, well, like a diverse festival. There's like, like, like 60 bands. on Oh, it's like, the, like
0: one, it's like a huge festival. Yeah, It was like a touring festival. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like
1: happens once a year. Got it. Um, but there's this backstage artist area and, uh, uh, Fred, i we just saw fred durst just hanging out like at the bar area mm-hmm. and he had like a, a bodyguard with him and he was just like hanging out there and so
0: fred durst with a bodyguard yeah i love it so how big was his bodyguard in comparison to him
1: Bigger, bigger than him yeah,
0: yeah. much bigger yeah like two times the size
1: probably yeah probably two fred dursts <laughs>
0: two, oh god <laughs> <laughs> he was two fred dursts yeah combined together two
1: red hats one forward one backwards <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay i um, love that image
1: yeah uh <laughs> but uh he he was just hanging out so my friend Brett and I who Brett also played in the band we uh, went up to him just today to get a picture mm-hmm. and then we he's like yeah sure and then he took a picture with us and then he just started talking to us you are like oh and it just like and it like just went on for like a half hour just me Brett and Fred just talking <laughs> me Brett talk, and Fred talking shop for a little bit and then uh,
0: learn anything interesting about old Fred well
1: yeah he was I mean this was 2012 and he was uh he 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 was 42 at the time he was telling me.
0: Oh, 2012. Oh wow, maybe. I didn't realize Fred Durst was getting up there that, that Yeah, long. or
1: maybe 41, something like that. Um he he's still skateboard oh, every day. Of course he does. Yeah. He loves skateboarding with Lil <laughs> Wayne. That's his
0: skateboard. Really? But,
1: yeah. Uh <laughs>
0: Lil Wayne and Fred Durst are skateboarding yeah.
1: buddies? <laughs> yep. Wow. Uh, they uh he had a So Lil
0: Wayne's not a poser. He really does no, f- skateboard. No, he's not
1: a poser at all. He's a
0: He's a hardcore Ride skateboard. or die. He should be in the new Tony Hawk game. He should be. But he's not.
1: I mean, I wouldn't know. I've never played, but...
0: never played a Tony Hawk game? I've
1: played a Tony Hawk game, but not the new one. Yeah, it's not good. If, if Lil Wayne was in it, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, what else did Fred say? Fred, uh...
0: You, <laughs> I love that he's, <laughs> you're, he's on a first game. Yeah, well, you gotta be. Easy. I would call him Mr. Limp. <laughs> 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 or Mr. Biscuit.
1: I, I, Mr. Biscuit. I should I should have dropped that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Where were you? Hey, Mr. Biscuit, can I get a picture?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, he he. They had an album coming out at around that time that I I haven't listened to.
0: Limp Biscuits released an album in the last five yeah. years.
1: Yeah. Um. It was on Little Wayne's label. That's why.
0: What? It oh, I up. remember yeah. that. Yeah. He was on Cash Money. Yeah, Cash Money. Yeah. Oh my God! I just I completely and, forgot about that.
1: And um, and uh, he was he was saying it was their heaviest shit that they've done so far.
0: <laughs> he was. He seemed so proud of himself? He
1: was very proud. And then uh, he was uh.
0: Yeah, Gold Cobra.
1: Gold Cobra. There we go.
0: That the the album remember, they released before gold. that was in 2005, called the Unquestionable Truth Part One.
1: Did Gold Cobra come out in
0: 2012? 2011. Mm. And uh, look at the cover art for this album. Wow. <laughs> it, everyone, if you are not driving right now, look up the cover art for Limp Bizkit's Gold Cobra. It is the imagine a picture in your head. The embodiment of the word subtle. Okay? <laughs> this is the exact opposite. opposite I'm <laughs> it's the exact opposite of the word subtle. It's three very crudely drawn women with, frankly, like, dumbfounded looks on their faces. They're all pretty much completely naked. And there's a big ass snake just sitting over them. It's not subtle, <laughs> but I'm sure it's a great album. Yeah, I mean, I'll never it know.
1: It's their heaviest stuff to date, apparently. Yeah,
0: apparently. Hopefully, they keep getting heavier. Yeah. So what? It, so, how did you feel about having that conversation with with Mr. Limp?
1: I felt pretty good about it. I mean, it got deep for a second. Yeah. Like he um,
0: did he ever get your name or did he just talk about himself the whole time?
1: He mostly talked about himself the yeah. whole time. I I mean I doubt he would remember. <laughs> remember this. Yeah. But I do. Mhm. Um and uh, oh, but the like so they played this festival and their their backdrop mm-hmm. um, was like all pink and it just said Jessica on it. What? Well, it's it's not <laughs> <laughs> out of context. It's it's kind of odd and funny, it's- but but uh so this was like 2 th- probably 2005 or something like that. They or like in their heyday, they played this a different festival in Australia. And it, the, the security just wasn't doing their job properly. And, it, it, like, it just didn't look safe, like the barricades and stuff mm. like that. didn't look safe. And uh, they were like, we shouldn't go out. This isn't safe, like, whatever. And then, the, like, the promoter was like, if you don't go out, there's going to be a riot and we're going to sue you <laughs> and all this stuff. So they played. If you don't play
0: Limp Bizkit, there's yeah. going to be a riot.
1: Yeah. So they played.
0: Limp Bizkit saved Australia. Well, so
1: – well, <laughs> they played and then this girl that was at the show she was like a 16 year old girl got trampled to death.
0: Oh my god. And
1: her name was Jessica and so they were like de- dedicating the whole set to it and,
0: uh, oh man. Yeah. Not to I, get not to get too dark. I I but. thought that I thought I was picturing that it was like an ex-girlfriend of limpus <laughs> of Mr. Limp and it was like dedicating it to her. I wish that was. The I case. wish it was the case too, man. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of brutal.
1: Yeah, and uh, so this was like a big part of the conversation we had was him telling us the, the story of that, and then, uh, um, like, the the parents like ended up uh, the parents of the girl ended up like splitting up because of the the trauma oh, associated man. with that, and like the dad was the one that let her went to go to the concert, and then he led on to like that he was like you know stayed in contact with the dad and mm-hmm. it was like a part of his life too, and so it was a.
0: That is rough. Yeah,
1: <laughs> not not to be a downer, but that no, was, yeah, that's, that's, that's s- where the that's, that's where a the very conversa-
0: interesting story. That's where the
1: conversation went, and then uh, this it, there was like a bar that was like sponsored by Mo- Monster Energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Monster like, Energy drink, yes,
0: not Monster Energy soda, right? Okay, just the drink. Just to be clear,
1: <laughs> and uh, this you know young server, probably like eighteen, came up and he was just stopped the conversation and was just like, "You're beautiful."
0: To you? No, to the girl. Oh. And then just like... What girl?
1: The server at the Monster Energy Bar. Oh,
0: I thought you were saying the server walked up and said that to Fred Durst. <laughs> no, no. no. A, a, a server walked up and Fred Durst stopped the conversation to yeah. tell this 18-year-old girl that she was beautiful. Yeah. And what did she say?
1: She's like, oh, thank you. And I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what she said <laughs> verbatim, but that's... Uh,
0: did he say, Wow, she's got me rolling, 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 rolling? <laughs> yeah, You're like, what? Yeah.
1: But then she walked away and he said, Not, he didn't say, he didn't quote his own song, but he, he said something along the lines of, like, Wow. And like, it was like, She's so hot. She's beautiful. And I was like, Okay, yeah, Freddie. Okay, okay, Freddie. We got to go.
0: <laughs> well, that was a great story about yeah. a conversation with Fred Durst. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was, it, wow. It, uh, was Unexpected and very interesting,
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> do you got any, any? You might meet any other crazy celebs?
1: Any other crazy celebs? Um, I didn't meet him, but the same day, uh, the same day in like in the same kind of area, like a there was like a, a catering area, and w- like we were just like eating lunch. We looked over, and Slash was just eating <laughs>
0: Slash of Guns N' Roses, just he,
1: eating, he was just eating, he wasn't even on the festival. Um, but then it turns out he was he was playing guitar for Alter Bridge. Oh <laughs> God! Or or guesting on
2: their
0: set. Well, the I was order. Slash playing with yeah. Alter Bridge. Uh.
1: Um. <laughs> I I didn't get to the bottom of it.
0: <laughs> what was he eating? What was Slash eating?
1: Uh, whatever I, we were eating, it was just the you know it was like marshmallow a, fluff. Yeah, it was it was like a buffet style of just like different forms of marshmallow fluff. <laughs>
0: You got mango marshmallow fluff, you got vanilla, blueberry. Mm -hmm. What was your your favorite?
1: Uh, I like the the rice pudding marshmallow fluff. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds
0: delicious. (laughs) What was Slash eating? The rainbow fluff. (laughs) Rainbow fluff. Ooh, good. Good for him. All right. Well, we are going to bring on our first guest. Mm, Are you you excited excited. to to help co-host and Mm -hmm. interview our first guest? Yeah. He is a former hockey player. He was a first-round draft pick. And then tragedy struck or something. And he is now a high school hockey coach. His name is Ryan O'Ryan. How's it going, Ryan? Very good, Mikey. How's it going? Good. Good. And say hello to Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Hello, Ryan O'Ryan. I met Kyle before. He's a big fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm, really? Yeah, I'm a hockey
1: fan. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I am his career never, the, I n-
0: had never heard of you before, Ryan O'Ryan. When were you drafted? Drafted in uh, '97, 1997. Okay, I was only I was only a couple years. I was like four, five years old at that age. Uh, I
1: I remember that draft. I was that that was the year I got super into hockey because you know the Wings won that year. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I know you weren't drafted the Wings,
0: but well, who were you drafted to? The Winnipeg Jets. The Winnipeg Jets. Oh, that was back. That's why I'm I'm before they were the Oilers. And then they became the Jets again. <laughs> the Thrashers. Oh. <laughs>
3: I gotta mess that up. That's all right. I was uh, in a haze those days for a while. I had no idea they actually left and came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you just stayed in Winnipeg? <laughs> I didn't necessarily stay there. I just was. In, I hit rock bottom. Yeah. And so I just wasn't. Once uh, I got kicked out of the league uh, for boozing the too much. League. Yeah. Uh, I went into the. I'm not proud of this, so mm-hmm. I'm being vulnerable here.
0: Okay. That's what it's all about. That's what Michael the Previder is all about. It's about spilling your guts and uh, regretting it later. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, hopefully none of my players are here on the soft side of this mm-hmm. uh, because I'm all about discipline and hard work, and mm-hmm. uh, so I don't want to weaken them up.
0: Well, there, anyone under the age of 18 is not allowed to listen to this show. So
3: That's perfect. Thank Unlike,
0: you. Or they have bad parents. So.
3: Well, I will address that with the parents if they do, because okay. uh, I'm on a strict plan. with Yeah, because if anyone yeah, comes, you, any you,
0: of you your like students come to you like quoting the show, then we get they got a bigger problem on hands, called parenting, parenting issues. What do you, you have about?
1: like a parenting meeting? Like a
3: oh, I have one. Uh, yeah. The very first day I'm allowed to, because I'm not allowed to have interactions with the with the students or the athletes. Uh, mm-hmm. Until a certain point. So the first day, I have a strict meeting, letting the parents know I don't want to hear any bull about uh, ice time or their kid can't make practice because of some homework. Mm-hmm. You know, this is important, not stuff. important Hockey first. Hockey yeah. first. Athlete first. <coughs> yeah.
0: <coughs> so you were gonna get, you were getting sensitive for a moment. You were getting vulnerable about uh, hitting rock bottom. Hitting rock bottom. Yeah.
3: So uh, you know, once you're on top, you're a top prospect. There's a lot of hype. A lot of people. Number one draft pick. Yes. Mm Mhm. And
0: for probably the worst team in the league.
3: Yes, that's yeah. That's why they usually how it goes. Yeah. So they were excited to have me. The city was excited. Canada was excited. Mm Mhm. Uh, I I owe a lot to Canada for my grit and hard work, uh, toughness. Mm Mhm. Um, but uh, Mm -hmm. had a few injuries. Got prescribed uh, painkillers. Yeah. Started mixing that with alcohol. Good. Got highly addicted to that. Good. Was taking it before the games, and then mm-hmm. next, thing you know, the slightest thing would set me off, and I would try to fight, fight everybody
0: on the ice and off the uh, ice. Oh,
3: on the ice, off the ice, I'd climb. You know, fans would yell stuff at me. I I wasn't ready at that age to be with the hype and understanding that you know on the road is going to be tough. They're mm-hmm. going to say some hurtful things. Yeah. So uh, especially
0: when you're away, because they're like, hey, look at this big fat man. Yeah. Know, even though you're not fat.
3: No, they, but they—I did good, cult fat, plenty of times. I was a little bit thicker because you know I like the fight and stuff. You defenseman? So. I—I uh, I go both ways.
1: <laughs> okay, describe what that means.
3: I <laughs> play—I play forward and
1: defense. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: okay, okay. All right, yeah, I think that—that didn't need, need some clearing up. Yeah, I could—you
3: know—I like to do both. I could score goals or I could play back and cross-check guys in front of the net. You yeah. know, catch Black. the puck. Whatever I need to do. I, can, I used to be able to do it all. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a coach. I realize my skill set has depleted. Well, did you get kicked off the team? I did. I started becoming a bad influence on a couple of the other players, and they felt that my presence was more negative than a, you know. No you
0: were locker room poison.
3: <sighs> yeah. So that,
0: that boy is poison. Is that how they kicked you off the team? Yes. <laughs> really? It was. It was very
1: specific. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Did you hear odd. about that?
0: No, I. I, I guess I, I read about it in the Bleacher Report. <sighs> yeah, I. I was. That's crazy that you even guessed that. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. I'm sorry, I thought I was making a joke But I didn't realize that was really how they did things Well,
1: you're probably triggered every time you hear that song I,
0: I was
3: triggered before that And the players knew that And the coach knew that <laughs> Oh, you oh. just didn't like that song in
0: general Yeah, you, you and were, then they did it to me because they do yeah, That it bothered you so much And you didn't. You probably
1: didn't like the song because you knew deep down that you were poisoned. I was poisoned yeah. Wow, and oh, you were poisoning
0: hurts. yourself and with uh, mixing alcohol and painkillers. Absolutely, it was
3: poison. I'm yeah. clean now. I've been clean now for 972 days.
0: 972 mm. days. Not counting
3: or anything. So. Uh, no, I am counting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> little under three years. Yes, little wow. under three years. Wow. Going strong. Wait, yeah. No, yes, was, yes, a little under three years. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry.
3: It's I take this very serious. <laughs> My so.
0: So how, how long were you on the on the on the team before you got got? They gave me a good
3: uh, three and a half years. Uh, a half so years. I got drafted in the summertime of '97. Uh, was in the minor leagues for a few years. Got a couple games. Got called up uh, because they needed a bruiser. They needed somebody to fight because mm-hmm. their top guys were getting you know cheap shots and Snashed. stuff like that. Yeah. So got a couple <coughs> couple games. Got a couple fights under my belt. But that's all I really have NHL wise. You know, and I really want to. Motivate these younger, younger men, younger boys. Younger. We don't like to use boys in the in the hockey terms. You no, tru- it doesn't sound right.
0: No, yeah, call you're them right. boys. So even like in like, ta- like tyke tyke hockey, you call them men? Call them young men. <laughs> there you go, little four-year-old young men.
3: Wait, oh, I misunderstood your question. Yeah, with the tyke hockey. So you're talking about mini mites and mites? And yes.
1: What did you think he meant by tight hockey?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I really have no clue. I, I, I thought he said tight hockey for. Ooh, wow, that's, well, yeah. that's well, a whole different thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole it's different a thing.
0: Different I that tight hockey's hockey is my favorite game. sport.
3: Well, we like to keep things very clean and no hands on the kids in the locker room. And, uh, <laughs> that's a good rule.
0: <laughs> yes, you would be surprised how much trouble people get in for that i, I would i, I, don't, I think don't think i would I'm kind of aware <laughs> i'm kind of like i kind of get it have a good idea Well, I'm that is
3: the first thing michigan hockey association teaches you about <laughs> is no diddling of the kids there's still an issue
0: <laughs> that's the first thing they bring up, bring oh, up in training but that's before like, the hockey
3: that's day one that's <laughs> okay. like all day one of the coaching of
0: what exactly do they say just They say, hi there, welcome to the uh, Yeah, welcome. Michigan We're going to get Hopkins right into in. it. No do dealing. not be
3: alone, what I would, with a kid <laughs> in any space that no other adult or <laughs> child is around. Just because of hearsay, yeah. even if you don't do anything, like with the temp of how it is right now. The, I,
0: the I, temptation? The te- <laughs> no, the temperature. <laughs> like oh, it's oh, hot, well, te- probably both. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Is the temptation a huge thing with uh, <laughs> not work? for me, not yeah. for you?
1: Do you think you needed this this talk at the beginning of the season? Like did, did I personally? Yeah. Did you need to like? M- I
3: don't know. Okay. I get S- it. You don't know, no, <laughs>
0: or you don't comma no. I don't comma no. Okay, because <laughs> that could have been mis- misinterpreted. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we cleaned that up.
3: I want to make it very clear that I am not touching any of the kids on my hockey team. Are we
0: making that clear? We're making that pretty clear. Yeah. Understood. I'm still not clear on whether you have a I'd, desire to or not. I was oh. just surprised that that was the first thing that... Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm trying to understand like why that is such... I'm is trying to, like to spread like a, awareness.
3: Well, it makes sense. I mean, it sounds, it's, it's been a hot issue lately. This is a post-Sandusky era. Right. Yeah. And it still happens.
0: So, they are they... Uh, Ooh, that's got to be uh, kind of intimidating for that. The first, like, they're putting that uh, the expectation on you guys, like, not to do it. Well, just, <laughs> just like, we know a lot of you. They're just trying to weed out the people. They're like, I know we know some of you here are gonna try to do this, so just don't. Like, that's pretty rough. It's pretty. Are you feeling bad for them? No. Yeah. <laughs> the people who wanna diddle the kids. It's like I, I don't like when anyone is shamed. You know what I mean? Kink shamed. Yeah, you can't help who you love. You, you know guys what I mean? are sick. Anyway, you are sick. Anyway, so you are. Uh, you're a coach. Yes. And uh, what's the second thing that they teach you when in those conferences after they tell you not to diddle children?
3: They get into uh, some of the basic rules, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, offsides, like they penalties.
0: Teach <laughs> <laughs> they teach you how the rules of hockey. Yeah, but,
3: yeah.
1: Okay, so, but you already knew these rules, I would assume, right? Yeah, but they—you know how anything player. works.
3: You know how anything works. They want your money. You got to get the certificate and the mm-hmm. training, and
0: so. Was there anybody there that didn't know the rules of hockey? Oh, there not? was. Plenty of guys. Yeah,
1: they wanted to be hockey coaches, but they just didn't know the rules. Yes, they, um,
0: unfortunately, they
3: put all of us together. So, yes, I'm a professional. I got it. Believe me, people were talking to me the whole time. I was a big deal there. Once you know, they mentioned who I was, mm-hmm. former uh, first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of these guys, you know, they're just doing it because they're a five year old kid. You know, they just want to get a certification, so they got to start it from the basics. And yeah. I think it is important because I don't want to know. Dude, who doesn't know hockey, teaching young people. That's true. Eventually, I'm going to be teaching, uh, coaching them. All right.
0: Eventually, I mean, likely that every child, whoever is playing hockey, will eventually be coached by you. <laughs> that is a goal of mine. <laughs> if I can achieve that, that's that's, that's I could die happily. So once wow. that is. On my bucket list, number one. So, what are the principles that you like to instill in the children and the young men athletes that you teach? Um, and what age do you typically teach? Well, I'm I'm high school. Okay. High school well, high coach. school. Right. Yeah, high school. High school coach.
3: Uh, high school coach. Did mm-hmm. you <laughs> what high school? The Allen Park Jaguars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like I'm glad you brought up the Jaguar because that's what I like to menta- mentally think that you know we are t- strong, fast, and the discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. needs to go hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I forgot the question.
0: What are your principles that you instill? Oh, it's discipline. Hard Just work. Just discipline.
3: Mostly discipline. Uh, I want what do you to, mean by discipline? I rule with an iron fist. What I say goes. That includes parents, students, water boys, water girls. How do you? I mean, water men, water women. <laughs>
1: water men and water women. So the most <laughs> important thing is that they follow your rules. Like everyone follows Follow your, your
3: rules. law. Like more, more so than winning the game. That's how we will win the game. I'm the most experienced player. I have the most knowledge.
1: Well, you were just in a class where they were teaching you the rules of hockey.
3: I went through the rules and regulations that were needed in order to get a certification. Okay, in so order to be a hockey coach, you okay. listen to
1: their rules. Now you want everyone to listen to?
3: I know the rules better than they know the rules. I agree. All right, boys. All right, the, boys. Yeah, all right, so boys so let's break
1: it up. To, I'm, I'm about to hockey fight on. this guy. <laughs>
0: Don't bring out the I'm old a, me
1: I'm an instigator.
0: So you say that you 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 rule with an iron fist. Yes. What do you mean by that? Like how do you how do when you When I say
3: skate, skate. When I blow the whistle, that means skate also. But what if they don't? And then I don't want to say that I hit the kids. I don't hit the kids. <laughs> just clear okay. that <laughs> that's up.
1: That's all you're saying that you don't hit I, the kids. Alright, good,
0: because that don't. was one of the first rule, don't touch the kids. Yeah. yeah.
3: Not with my hands, so yes.
0: I don't What do you I, mean I, you don't, I, don't hit your kids? Wait, hold on. What do you mean? Not with your hands? What do you touch them with? I shoot hockey pucks at them. Okay. Oh my oh God. God! That
1: was a little better than what I thought.
0: Yeah, me too.
3: <laughs> what have you got? I told you guys, I have strict policies on no touching the kids with my hands. I don't want any sexual conduct with these students <laughs> or athletes. So you hit them? You you uh? I shoot them a puck at them. Okay. Let them make them learn the lesson. Line them against the boards. Oh no! While well, they're, I they're not moving. I just grab pucks and
0: I start shooting at them until they start skating. If you don't start skating, if I get off the ice, do you? You said that you you have an iron fist with, with parents and yes. teachers as well. Oh, absolutely. You the teachers, hit them yeah, I make
3: the teachers come too. I make sure, and then I often visit the school because this is my only job. Mm-hmm. I'm very disciplined and set focused. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm trying to get these kids. So I'm making sure these teachers aren't giving the students any or my my students my athletes any crap, mm-hmm. and that they're all passive with straight A's.
0: <laughs> so you intimidate the the teachers? What? <laughs> Did I say that I intimidate the teacher? You strongly implied it. Look, I just said I I rule with an iron fist, okay? So what do you do with the teachers? Do you hit them with pucks?
3: I don't if, I wish I could bring They don't allow me to bring hockey sticks and pucks into the the school. I wish I could, but I respect the principal because he also rules with an iron fist. So.
0: Oh. Well, so what do you do to the teachers?
3: Well, I wait till I wait in the teachers' lounge mm-hmm. and I wait till they get there. And first of all, I make sure if they have any food in there, I'm gonna eat it, (laughs) because there's nothing that pisses them off more than when they're ready for their lunch and (laughs) the food's gone. So I would be angry. Yeah, Yeah. that usually that usually does it right there. Mm. But if I have to go further measures, I might slash your tires.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you slashed
0: tires? I haven't had to go that far. I told you that. So. uh, What about parents? What do you do with them?
3: Well, parents are easy. Yeah. Yeah. I tell them I'm gonna, I'm gonna have their kid play in college hockey. Ninety-five percent of them aren't gonna play college hockey, mm-hmm. but I tell their parents that oh, that's where I'm gonna get them. That's the type of plan. But they're not all made out to be. Look, it. This is about one thing. Let's get this straight. This is about winning. Mm-hmm. And I know what's best, so I gotta be assertive mm-hmm. and do what I think is best for the team. And if that means iron controlling with an iron fist and a hockey hockey
0: puck, shooting hockey. Come on. You've never been hit with a hockey puck before? Have you ever gotten in trouble for hitting the kids with a hockey puck? No, they know better to snitch. <laughs> wow, They know
3: better.
1: What, what, do you, what would happen to them if they snitched?
3: Oof. If, if I found out one of my players snitched,
2: uh-huh.
3: we would have the whole hockey team shooting pucks at him for practice. Oh,
2: so
1: just <laughs> that's, that's.
3: I would make his peers punish him.
1: Hmm. Peer punishment, yeah.
0: That's very scary.
3: That's why we don't go there.
1: But that hasn't happened.
3: That hasn't happened yet either. I, I they, because they know. I I did spread a story that I did do it once. But I didn't. I didn't have to. So, just that story getting out. Players don't know what's true or not. Mm. Like they,
0: so you what? So is your goal to like? Is this what your career path is? You just want to be a high school hockey coach forever or do you ever want to maybe move on to coaching the big leagues or college or
3: oh the plan is definitely to move on up. yeah uh this is just to get my start you know mm-hmm. how long you it? been doing this for since i quit uh drinking and the pain so pills so a little so under three years uh, not quite so it took a little bit of time to rehabilitate and stuff mm-hmm. like that so uh i i joined as an assistant coach about two years ago halfway through the season and I, I didn't like what the head coach was doing, so I just kind of took over.
0: <laughs> how'd, you, K- how'd you oust him? I uh,
3: started rumors. <laughs> what kind of rumors? That he was touching the kids at the locker oh, room. No.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. But he wasn't. Yeah, but
3: look, at, they weren't winning. Okay, I took a team with two-win season to the
0: next year to 19 wins. What happened to him?
3: Oh, he's in jail
0: Oh, man He's locked
3: up He shouldn't be alone He shouldn't have been alone with the kid He knew better He knew the rules They tell you don't be alone So I kind of set him up I'm not going to lie okay. Wait, you, you set up that he'd be alone with the kid? So there was this kid who didn't like the head coach He liked me because he agreed with me He liked the strong father figure type that I give off Yeah And uh, so I paid him to uh, make sure that he was alone in the room with the other coach And have evidence that uh, he was
0: touched by him Dear God I, don't cross me, Mike. Okay, I will not. Jeez. I will not cross you. Holy crap. <laughs> so, w- okay, let's bring it back you to you. You like bridge. this isn't normal. This is not normal. Yeah, <laughs> this is, I feel like if this is normal in hi- the high school hockey game. Apparently see, somebody
3: hasn't played high school hockey. I
0: have not.
1: I, I went on a skate from a high school hockey team, but I didn't make it,
3: so. You were one of those kids trying to get diddled and nobody diddled you.
1: No, N- no. And no. So you quit. This
0: goes in this direction No, in this I just wanted to play
1: hockey. I just, I wanted to play hockey, but I I was intimidated by the tryout, so I didn't go. Let me see you. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 sir.
0: <laughs> You're solid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I still play. I still it's play. Not, hot, not in high school.
0: Your what? eyes are glowing now, Ryan.
3: Yeah, well, I had no idea this guy was such a in-shape, bodily... Future here in front of me. He's got big arms. He's got he's broad thick. F- yeah, I would f- not f- want to run into
0: him on the ice. No. And that comes from me. Yeah, you're a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> six three. Yeah, six three and uh, what? Are you, what? 2'55"? F- thirty fifty? five. Two thirty five. Oh, you're a big. I'm man. probably two fifty, but
3: yeah, I know you're. I, I like to think that I'm a little less, a little healthier now.
0: hmm So your ultimate goal is to get back in the league as a coach. Uh,
3: that would be the dream. Uh, mm-hmm. so probably start high school then go to juniors maybe college we'll see and then minor league and then to the pros yeah so, so i got a plan but i need these little bastards to skate hard as they can and score as many goals oh, as they can No one's
0: gonna take you seriously
3: yeah exactly that's
0: mm-hmm. so no, all about you
3: that's what happened to the other coach nobody was taking him seriously seriously so, so now he's
0: in prison yeah
1: <laughs> a lesson learned
0: don't cross you. me i feel like that <laughs> did he cross you or was he just not a coach that you liked he hired me as his <laughs>
1: assistant. <laughs> so he a, liked you, and he he gave you this opportunity.
0: It sounds like this guy did, just did nothing but help you, and you and landed him probably twenty plus years in prison.
3: Look, it whatever it takes to win, right? Isn't
0: that the mentality? No, got, <laughs>
2: yeah. that's a little you have, far. You have to draw a I line thought somewhere. we were in a winning
0: society. I I mean, I would agree, but whatever it takes to win. I mean, you could have. <laughs> I think feel like there was a, there's a big gap between, I want to be the head coach, and I'm going to set up an elaborate ruse to get this guy thrown in prison for not doing anything wrong. You
3: don't know he wasn't to delay the kids. (laughs) So I might have just thrown a guy who was – I might have saved a couple of kids.
0: You may have, but it's – A very small chance. I mean, there's no way you can't just get someone thrown in prison because – there's a chance that he could have possibly maybe been doing that without any sort of evidence or reason to believe that. Well, there was due process. What do you mean? He went to court. And and the the child that you bribed (laughs) (laughs) testified against him. I
3: I did not put any word to that child's mouth. You put money in his pocket, though.
0: (laughs) (sighs) You're stressing me out, guys. Well, we're going to take a break, <laughs> and we're going to let you kind of Calm down. think about what you've done and see if you have changed your mind and want to come clean about what you've done to the court. I mean, this is going live. This is going public. It's going it's public uh, podcast. So. You scared me with the live. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's going live eventually. <laughs> this is going on the, the air. People are going to hear this. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> What did you think this conversation was?
3: I thought you were just gonna email it to me, <laughs> and I could keep it in my personal file.
0: Why? You tell me. No. This communication there. I, it's a I, I, when I when I hit when we were communicating, I explained to you that this is a podcast that goes live, and I gave you the link to iTunes. I didn't check the link. I of course, you didn't check the link. No Look, one ever checked I'm the Look, I'm working link. hard. Yep, you're disciplined. Yes. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to have a former high school student, Todd Copper, on the show. Maybe he's someone that you can instill a little bit of discipline into, Ryan. And we will be back after this. Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. I am here with Ryan O'Ryan, former hockey player and current high school hockey coach. I wish I had my whistle on me right now. Why? I'd blow it right there. I love blowing my whistle. That means get to work. <laughs> well, we're at work. We're working on it. Well. We're podcasting.
3: Usually when the whistle blows, that means work harder.
0: Why? What is the po- the reason for you being on my show? What is the reason? Like, what is... Because you are very disciplined. You seem like you don't want to do anything that doesn't involve, like, furthering yourself and career. So what about being on this show is furthering your career?
3: Well, I'm hoping some uh, scouts, journal managers are listening I to the podcast. Like
0: your attitude? Like, love my attitude. Well, the problem with that is you spent a good 65% of this podcast talking about diddling children. <laughs> Not diddling children. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> yes. Semantics. Anyway kyle had to go he realized that he had left the scene of a crime uh that he caused and he needed to go back and fess up so we have a new guest on the show he is name is todd copper he is a former high school student and just general kind of deadbeat sit up (laughs) hello hi todd Hi. hi good to have you on the show
1: thank you for having me
0: so you're a how old are you? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven years old, and mm-hmm. you look and sound and act like a seventeen-year-old.
3: I don't believe it. You,
0: you don't, don't believe that he looks and sounds and acts like a seventeen-year-old. No, old?
3: I agree with you. You're thirty-seven, son.
0: Yeah.
3: It's a goddamn disgrace. Why? Do you not hear the
0: your own voice? Yeah, it's very it's very low timber. Like I, how thought, I, talk, guys. I thought I had a high voice, but you're, uh,
1: this is just how I talk.
0: Hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Todd. What's, what's your, what's your deal?
1: Well, I, I graduated high school
0: and Mm-hmm. Th- and then at 18,
1: yeah, a- 18. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I haven't worked a day in my
0: life. Yeah. S- haven't worked a day in your life. Nope. That was 19 years ago. Mm-hmm. Why haven't you worked a day in your life?
1: Why would I need to work?
0: Do so you still live with your parents?
1: Yeah. Hmm. And they pay for the rent. They sometimes pay me to eat my vegetables.
0: They pay you to eat your vegetables? Yeah. <laughs> your parents bribe you to eat your vegetables?
1: Yeah, I won't do it otherwise. Mm. And then, you know, I'm other than that, I'm living off my the money I made for my high school graduation party.
0: Still? Yeah. How much did you make at your high school graduation party?
1: Seven grand.
0: Seven grand? Yeah. Why did you make seven grand at your high school graduation party?
3: I was super popular. Guess so. Wait, your question was how did you get seven grand? That was nineteen years ago. How is seven grand
0: still? How are you? Lasting? Stick, yeah. How are you keeping that going? What do I need to spend money
1: on?
3: It
0: sounds like discipline to me. Yeah, that is very disciplined, actually. Yeah. See, that's very confusing to me because that's you have a very disciplined attitude, in that you're you still have seven thousand, or you still. How much do you yeah. have still left of that $7,000? $2,000. See, you only, you've had $7,000 for 19 years, and you've only spent 5000 of it in 19 years.
1: Well, I get paid to eat my vegetables.
0: So you, you're you're making some income. Yeah. That's kind of a job. I
1: guess it's work, if you want to yeah. call it that. Are you
0: reporting it on your taxes?
1: I don't do taxes.
0: Well, somebody legal? does your taxes, right? Yeah, someone has well, to. I have
1: parents to do that shit.
0: Well, did they claim it on your taxes as income? Maybe. Because if you, they don't, and the IRS is listening to this, which they're also some of my biggest fans, they are going to audit you Uh-oh. for 19 years.
1: For 19 years?
0: It sounds... I don't need this. Did you claim that $7,000? Gr-
1: for my graduation? Mm-hmm. No.
0: are you supposed to do that? I'm
1: not going to fill out paperwork when I'm not in high school.
0: Hmm. It seems like once you get out of high school, that's when most of the paperwork you do starts to happen. Yes. Oh. So, what made you not ever want to do a job? I had all this money. Mm-hmm. You still have all that money. Yeah. Have you invested any of it?
1: In myself. What do you mean? I've I bought some baseball cards.
0: That's a pretty a good w- investment. Some money.
1: I I bought them at gunpoint. What?
0: Well, knife point. I don't have a gun. <laughs> You bought them at Knife Point. Yeah. So you stole them from somebody.
1: No, I paid for them, and then I pulled out my <laughs> knife, and I was like, don't tell anyone I was here. What? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's an interesting way of doing things. Yeah, you buy all your stuff at Knife Point. It makes it more fun. And the people enjoy that? Yeah. They, well, I mean, but you're still they pay. get really
1: scared. You're still paying? You pay first,
0: yeah. And then you get. Then you hold a knife up to you, them. Then you hold a knife. After the exchange has already been made.
1: Yeah and you say, don't tell anyone I was here. Why? Because what if they told someone you were there? Then why would it matter? Well, it wouldn't, but it'd be, it's more fun.
3: Try to hide from somebody? No,
1: well. The IRS. It's just part of, it's just part of a game I like to play with store clerks.
0: Do you, you do this with store clerks?
1: Yeah, I wear a hood and I go, or like a cloak, if you will. Mm -hmm. I wear my cloak and then I go into a store and I'll pick out what I want to buy that day. And then I'll go to the register, and then I'll pay for it. With money. With my money. And then, like, after he gives me the bag and the, my, my sh- receipt and my change, I pull out my knife, and I put it up to his throat, and I say, don't tell anyone I was here.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just failing to understand why it's important to do that. I don't know what you're not getting. I, so has anybody reported you? Yeah. No, because they
1: don't tell anyone I was there.
0: Oh, So it works. Yeah.
1: They get scared and they don't
0: tell anyone I was there. Well, I guess in that sense, you could do a lot more before. Like, you could not pay the money, right? Yeah. So why don't you just not pay them? Because that would be dishonorable. I have the money. I feel like holding a knife up to someone's throat is also dishonorable.
1: Not if you pay them first.
0: (laughs) But what do you mean?
1: I... I don't understand what's going on in you, your head. You, they, you don't understand. This. I don't feel
0: like when you pay the money for the baseball cards, yeah, the, that's consenting to.
1: Well, well, I'm not just buying baseball cards. I, those are like one of the things I buy. I buy, I buy some other supplies. Like what? I buy some rope and some flashlights and some goggles. Why do you? <laughs> for my night missions. What night missions? I go on night missions. Like what? I I take my bike and I ride around the neighborhood and I like have all my supplies in a backpack mm-hmm. and then i shine flashlights at people's houses
0: you're in rope and so what do you need the rope and the goggles for
1: if anyone has to see my supplies what i need supplies for night missions
0: <laughs> for what do you need them if all your night missions are are driving up riding around your bike around in the neighborhood and shining flashlights into people's windows what do you need the rope and the goggles for
1: in case anything comes up that i would need them for like well I sometimes wear the goggles for eye protection, like what if a pebble hits my eyes? Okay. Fair enough. And the rope? Yeah. Well, the rope... I mean, y- y- there's lots of uses for rope. I could tie some knots if someone needed a knot tied.
0: Well, it's, it's you said you that you often buy rope and flashlights and goggles, so do these things break a lot? Do you just... I
1: bury them on my, after the night mission's done. Why? <laughs> Because then I need a reason to go to the store and do my thing at the store.
0: <laughs> this is something you like to do. Yeah. Is there a girl you like at the store? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but she doesn't like me because I scare her with my knife. You always go to the same store. Well, yeah, Meyer. <laughs> you pulled your
0: knife out on her?
1: Yeah, they have everything there.
0: So you go to your, you go to hmm. and you go to, the, always go to the same store clerk. Yeah, late at night, Sheila. Late at night. Mm-hmm. And. You hold a knife, you pay for the clothes or the stuff and the goggles and everything, and then you hold a knife to her throat and say, so Don't tell anyone else here. Yeah. Don't they have cameras at Meyer? What? Yes. Yes. It, cameras?
1: Yeah, they have disposable cameras. I buy those. So no, I mean, emissions. don't they
0: have, like, like security? The, the security cameras that, they, that are cut, pointed at the cash registers for robberies. I didn't steal anything. You're stealing her happiness and her feeling of safety. What? Ha- you don't ever use self-check?
1: Well, no. There's no fun in that. Yeah, cause w- you Imagine holding a knife machine.
3: to a machine. It's a robot. Yeah.
0: You don't think robots are going to try to take over? I figured somebody should be out there letting them know. Yeah, keeping them in check. It's better than threatening some poor woman. I'm not
1: threatening her. I'm just telling her not to tell anyone I was there. That's it's a, a threat. Simple, it's a, no, it's a request.
0: You're holding a knife to her throat. Have you asked her out? No,
1: I told her not to tell anyone I was there, but you like this woman it How are you going to seduce her? Well, I have this plan hmm i'm there's a there's a local swimming pool right by the mire between my house and the mire
2: mm-hmm.
1: i'm I'm gonna go there and I'm going to get in the pool when she's there. I know when she goes and then I'm gonna pretend like I'm drowning.
0: The old Sandlot and,
3: trick.
1: And he, he, is that in Sandlot?
0: Yes. Ooh, classic scene.
1: And then, and then she'll she'll jump in the pool and start kissing me. <laughs> <laughs> Just right away while they are drowning. <laughs> <laughs> she'll realize I wasn't drowning. <laughs>
0: <And> it, uh, <laughs> Just right. That is, that's gonna be the, uh, the course of action she takes. She's like, he's not drowning. Now's the time for me to start kissing this guy who's been threatening me with a knife for years. What if he doesn't jump in? What if she doesn't jump in to save you? Yeah. What if it's someone else and they start kissing you?
1: <laughs> that's something I'll have to deal with at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe some of my other supplies will come into play then.
0: What like your rope? Maybe I don't know. What would you uh, say? A guy named like, Sander. 58 mm-hmm. year old man jumps in the pool and starts kissing you when he realizes you're not drowning how what are you doing
1: well i i kiss back a little bit to see whether it was about <laughs> you know and then
0: you what if know,
1: there's a spark i tie him up with my rope i have a new pack. in a good way yeah he's a guy
3: is your rope in the water with you
1: yeah you don't swim without a rope well i all my supplies are in the the water with me you have a waterproof backpack no, it's oh. just a backpack. I mean, I have to dry it out afterwards. Yeah.
0: Swimming's a big process for me. I guess so. Yeah. So have you ever actually hurt anybody with your knife? No. Never?
1: No, I don't get that close.
0: How how close would you say you get? Like,
1: kind of like, I don't know, like two feet from them.
0: Two feet? And that's how, like when you stick your knife out and point it at them, your hand's about two feet away? Or your body's two feet away. I'd I'd say that
1: my my body is two feet away. So the knife kind of it's brushes. like right up
0: to their their throat. Then yeah, but
1: it I I don't touch. I don't make contact.
0: Can I give you some advice?
1: Yes.
3: Don't ever pull that knife out on me.
0: Well, you're not a store clerk. You're not hot.
3: I take offense. You're a lot. not
0: hot to trot.
3: I bet I would be voted hottest coach in Michigan if there
0: was a vote. Maybe. I don't know a whole lot of hot coaches. I'll vote. <laughs> Are you voting for him?
1: Yeah. I'll vote for you.
3: Uh, see? That's that's how I rule with an iron fist. So,
0: uh, do you have any, uh, Ryan, Coach Ryan O'Ryan? Orion, do you have any advice for Todd about how to maybe uh, s- make some improvements in his life? Uh, I would move out of his parents' bedroom. In that first, that's the first thing that he would, you should, he should do.
1: I can't afford that. He
0: doesn't seem because he only got two thousand dollars to his name. If he was able to make that money last that long,
3: I mean, you could still work, go over there for work. Work? I don't work. I thought
0: you got paid to eat vegetables.
1: <sighs> if you want to call that a job, yeah, I guess.
0: Well, don't call it a job because the IRS will <laughs> will <laughs> yeah, audit you.
1: I don't want paperwork,
0: All right. Ryan. Well, I think. You don't want to hear what i got to say. I do want to hear what you want to say. I think he needs to hear it. Because it feels like your life is just is, is, is a spiral. You're going to hit rock bottom like me if you don't change
3: something. So I'll, I might as well just let you hit rock bottom, and maybe that will change him. So you're going to give him advice after
0: he's hit rock bottom? Yeah. Like
1: the rock bottom of a pool?
0: Yes. And then someone will come down and kiss me. What if someone doesn't come down, and you do start to actually drown?
1: Well figure it out
0: will you or will you end up dying because your plans uh, are not working i don't want to die guys
3: we don't want you to die either todd i think i got a plan yeah you look pretty young i think you could still pass for a high school student oh yeah i would say so i'm looking for a a new center
1: Ooh. a new center like for For hockey? hockey
3: yeah you think you want to go back to high school the last time you had success, it sounds like.
1: Yeah,
0: those were my glories. Did you have success days. in high school?
1: Oh, yeah, straight-A student. Really? Uh-huh.
3: And
0: uh, a lot of extracurriculars?
1: Lots of extracurriculars. Swimming, night missions.
0: <laughs> you were doing night missions back in high school, too? Oh, yeah.
1: I never stopped with the night missions. Well, why did
0: you not continue to pursue your higher education or get a job if you were such a, a overachiever? I
1: didn't see the point.
0: What do you mean? I just...
1: I had all this money, and I was like, well, "What? do I need to get a job? What do I need to learn stuff? And then I didn't like the reading and the forms and the paperwork.
3: You keep saying that's a lot of money. I was given a bo- signing bonus of $2.5 million,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and it's all gone. <laughs> $7,000 is not a lot of money.
1: For a high school kid it is.
3: You're not a high school kid. When well, I was. I'm kid. a former high school kid. All right. Let's make you a high school student again then.
0: Okay. I said okay. I, li- I had and then a Then you could have another graduation party. Yeah. What if I touch him? What? I think you could touch him. He's 37. That's a lot. Wait. wait not wait, that I'm okay. going to. But the rule was don't touch the athletes. You're right. Not just don't touch the kids. I just wanted some clarity on that. Yeah. So maybe you shouldn't touch him yet. I won't. You can touch him now. He's not a student yet. Yeah, you're not. You're not one of my athletes yet.
1: I still have to consent.
0: Who says who? Yeah.
1: I guess I don't know. I just made that up.
0: Yeah, you're not. You don't know anything. Yeah, you're barely a high school student.
1: I graduated, but I'll go back for
3: you. Well, let's declare it now. You're a, you're a student now. I'm adopting you, and I'm enrolling okay. you.
0: Well, now you really can't touch him. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> you seem disappointed. <laughs> you seem like you've been waiting for someone who you can't touch. I got to go. Oh, well, oh.
3: do
1: I have to follow?
0: See, he's already knows the rules. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> this has been an excellent program. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you, Kyle, for your, your bravery and turning yourself into the authorities. Uh, thank you guys both for being here. I think you guys should both turn yourself into the authorities as well, <laughs> probably for the best for society thank you guys for being on the show we will be back next week with even more fun see you next week shout uh, out to fred durst shout out to fred durst you got any shout outs todd
1: shout out my parents thanks for paying for me
0: see you guys next week bye Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in W.A.Y.N. Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.